Hello and welcome to our Fate of Midgard game, Stranded in the Southlands. I'm your Game Master Porter, and tonight we have our full crew with us. Tiffany, go ahead and introduce your character. I play Mira Barkridge. She is a well-meaning, eccentric, earthen enchantress. Mira's trouble is that she does not kill. Uh, her aspects are horticulture for hire, herbalist hobbyist. She is the caretaker of the figs. Now you get the thorns. And her uh, two gear aspects are the negative energy ward, which I believe she got back from lending to Yola, mm -hmm. and um, the staff of Summer Flame. All right, Erin, go ahead. Hi, I'm Erin, and I play Eleanor Westergaard. She is a beguiling magical slayer, and her trouble is venom in her veins. Her other aspects are fantastical facades, the Westergaard family business, lady on a mission, and then her two gear aspects are the negative energy ward and her fancy whip. She also has three fate points currently. And Brendan, <laughs> thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, the pleasure is mine. Good evening. Uh, I will be playing Yolok, the slippery kobold treasure hunter, whose trouble is getting in is no problem. Getting out, on the other hand, uh, Yolok has several other aspects. He's beneath notice, has an eye for antiques, and is guided with a complete dedication to the mistresses. There are uh, a set of Masterwork Thieves tools at his disposal, and he is armed with his Maroti stiletto, and his gear aspect is that he is driven by the King Killer. All right, so last time was an exciting kind of escalation into the events for tonight. Uh, Tiffany, how about you give us a quick recap of what stood out from last time? So we began by catching Yolok up uh, in a what others would perceive to be seedy, but he found quite comfortable as a hole-in-the-wall cobalt bar. And we caught him up to speed and uh, agreed to run some slippery cobalt recon of the pyramid so that we knew what we were getting in for uh, the night of our operation and snuck around, kind of got a guard detail at each entrance, what the forces were, what the surveillance situation was regarding some scarabs on the wall that we maybe didn't account for. Um, but he was able to make his way up a um, limited access, authorized access only elevator to the library where he was able to sit in on a meeting amongst the seemingly highest of the higher-ups, mainly Meshkenet, Darius, and a as-yet-unnamed fire-headed lieutenant guard. Um, and there seemed to be some disagreements over who was in charge and some feathers possibly ruffled, but um, Meshkenet was maybe delegating to Darius some powers that others in the room disagreed with him having. Um, and uh, Yolak was not identified, but his presence was noticed due to some unlucky rolls. Hmm. Um, but he was able to make it out unscathed. And as planned, we met the night of the full moon for Henna's audience, 
and the effect that she had on the crowd was as intended, um, including, I guess, Nefrini, who showed up. She seemed to be cloaked in terms of her, the crowd's awareness of her presence, but we saw her and we noticed. And when she made an attempt to stop Henna, I say we, but Eolok tackled her to the ground and may have threatened her life a bit, which I think permanently put us all on her shit list. Um, but she did leave and the crowd stormed the pyramid as intended. And it seems though Tata was so inspired by the speech and rage and dedication for the cause that he single-handedly took on the fire-headed lieutenant that we have dubbed Ghost Rider. And when it seemed like he maybe met blow for blow, we wanted to give him an advantage. So instead of leaving him to his abilities, we stepped in with some assistance and uh, slain the unnamed flame-headed lieutenant. So with the stolen keys, we made our way towards the entrance, and here we are. So, the good news is Ghost Rider Dude is dead. Hopefully for good. Good news, you got the keys. Bad news, you spent some precious time sticking around to help ensure that Tata survived. Good news, Tata survived. <laughs> is, he, is he with us? No. Tata oh. is... No, he is wounded, he is okay, but he is not, his his role in this is done. Okay. Yeah, he is not in, in a shape to continue battling on. Uh, but you don't have to deal with Ghost Rider later. And so. we know that he's going to live. And you know that Tata is, in a, he's going to be fine. So, but you you did spend precious time waiting around and, and aiding him. So, um... We are picking up. You were entering the pyramid from, I believe your plan was the north wing. Um, yes. Which is the uh, the wing that Yolak was uh, escaping out of last time. He entered in the west wing and he exited through the north wing. And you said you wanted to approach from the north. All of the uh, the big action with all with the horde of cats is happening on the south entrance and the main entrance to the east. So kind of southeast side of the pyramid is where all the chaos is and the big fight with Tata and and Firehead Dude happened out in front of the main gates on the east side. So you're approaching the north side. You are not veiled yet. You had talked that you wanted to, but we said we'd save that for this time. So you're not yet veiled. When you get to the north side, you're you're kind of stealthing your way along and you see a significant squad of guards of the dead, the undead guards uh, that serve the city of Perbastet. They are formed up and they are very much on alert, just waiting for more of the mob to make their way around to this side of the building. And they show no signs of like moving or patrolling or anything like that. So your read on the situation is very much that forces are concentrating down in the areas where the mob is, but that they've had time to post a decent guard up here. So you definitely have to 
deal with them in some way because they are very much in your way right now. And as I recall, our strategy is to be stealthy to get in. We're not going to fight our way through things. We just want to get in, get out. Nobody sees us. Hopefully. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, I, I'm sorry, could, could you clarify where precisely like the concentration of the guard is in, in relation to the north entrance? So there is a, the squad of guards is directly in front of the door. This is a single door, unlike... The door of the north entrance. The door of the north entrance. So they are okay. in front of it, and they are kind of uh, loosely ranked up. There's a, the squad is about 10 soldiers, and they are kind of semicircle arrayed around... Uh, around the door. They're not like in fighting for in you know fighting stance because there's no threat at the moment, but they clearly are ready to you know draw and and defend on very on a moment's notice. Ooh. Uh, yikes. This is what happens when you when you delay. When I entered the west entrance there were other sort of um, undead that were moving construction materials, correct? Yes, there were. Okay. So as a kobold, generally looked upon as sort of a laborer or, or whatever, mm -hmm. if, I, if I were to very directly approach them and tell them that, you know, the supplies or something are being raided on the west entrance... Uh, in order to get close and try to convince them to to move and you know defend over there, that's what I'm. That's what I'm proposing. I would can go I, close to them, convince them, move them. Can I glamour myself as Ghost Rider and tell him that and oh. tell them that? Yes, that is. Nice. So I was going to say because the what, what Brendan is proposing probably would be a stretch because at this moment of a, of mob violence the uh going and grabbing some supplies that are like they're probably that's a hard sell but if yeah if a firehead dude comes over that's a very easy sell. nice okay <gasps> we could do the wookie prisoner thing where you could have us you could have <laughs> you could glamour and have yolak and me by the collar and go Miss Kennett wants to see these two right away and march us right up toward the door. Let's do it. Wow. Brilliant. Okay. So this is a tricky, this is a tricky glamour, but it's only you. Well, you I would also, I think I can invoke an aspect of I have prisoners that Miss Kennett wants because I have the prisoners that she wants. I will have Mira. I don't think these guys have any sense of that. The important thing of this is that you are playing you are playing a role that carries to authority that is super relevant in the moment. Okay. So what I'm, gonna, so, what I'm just saying. So she has an aspect which is uh, authority. She's an authority figure, right? It's, a, it's the gla it's the glamour. It's just a very appropriate glamour is the is the point. So. Okay. So. I'm saying that this is a trick. This is this is. Tricky for an individual glamour, but it's still only an individual glamour. And presumably, 
you don't need to keep it up super long. Right. So you're just doing it. Are just you just going to do the Well, scene? I don't know. Just what until it? we get in the door out of the vision range of this guard detail, because we do want to be invisible when we're inside. Why don't we just keep this I know. Up? Yes. And just head on down to the dungeons. Yeah. Because there's surveillance, and if she actually does catch wind that we actually are inside, then she. Well, we want to get close to her anyway. Yeah. And who's she going to send? The captain's already come out. I think we're doing it, Mira. She can't know we're there until we spring Tomlin, or we need to act fast before she does. I don't know. We don't know how. I how think fast we do it. This- so before you roll the dice, are you doing a are you doing your extended glamour? Yes, I'm gonna okay. do an extended glamour because I can always release it. You can. So let's go for extended, and okay. then we'll see what we need. Okay. So normally a glamour on yourself with the would just be a tube because this is a fairly tricky one that also involves some mass and uh, fi- ongoing fire effect. I'm going to say it's a three. That should still be... I'm a level 10 character. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three. You can get a three. I oh, know. I'm will. like, I have yes. a fate point. Just roll. Okay, now just roll your dice. <laughs> now I'm going to get, like, zero. Wait, no, no. I, we need to stop back, you know, backing it. Oh, the three? That's incredibly difficult. <laughs> okay, I have got a one on the dice, and my clever is three, so that is a four. Good. Okay, so you succeed. So you are... Um, you are uh, have your firehead glamour, and with one uh, with one free invoke. I don't think I've ever heard this guy talk. Um, we also don't know his name for what it's worth. It's true. It's Ghost Rider. <laughs> you don't know that there's okay. fair bit you don't know. I know. So it's gonna be fun. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> so that might turn into a compel at some point. Um. Okay, but you are a very good visual of him. Yeah, well done. So you have one free invoke. So now... I have one free invoke of... Of... Firehead Glamour, or something like that effect. It's a disguise. Okay. So, now you are... You can now go ahead and make your do. You're going to stride on up and make your play. Yep. So I grab Yolok. Yep. And I grab Mira. Okay. And we're all walking up. Okay. So to the this guards. is a bold face bluff. So this oh, is yeah. a covert move. I don't feel like this is covert. I'm walking <sighs> up to the gates as a firehead. You literally, in your description, Porter said, this is a bold yeah. face. Not covert. Those so are your are words. You I'm just quoting you. instead of covert? I'm proposing clever, because nope. this is extremely this clever. This is not clever. Clever was the glamour itself. The move is, uh, I would accept bold. I think it's brutal. Either. This is definitely not clever. <laughs> I think it's brutal. Unless you are, unless you okay, are Okay, yes, it's covert, guys. Okay. It's covert. All right. Am I, it's am I rolling? Covert. Yes. So okay, now, it's so this is now your. Oh, this is the actual overcome to get through the guards. Um, and that is a. Normally, I was going to make it a difficulty four. Oh, this great. is such an excellent approach. Oh. And idea that I'm actually bringing it down to a three. Oh. Um, because the solution you're choosing is so appropriate for the for the for the obstacle it's just so good it's very good so awesome so now okay. you need to make a covert 
roll of three, and your uh, your aspect is totally appropriate. And okay, um, yeah, go for it. Ooh, do I use my same dice? Or do I use different dice? Ooh, they're my gothic dice, and they these ones are temperamental. Oh. Okay, so I've got one on the dice, and my cover is two, so that is a three. Okay, so that's a tie. And you know what? We need to get in these gates. Well, so you have yeah, a free invoke. Your... Oh, on well, the, yeah, we say use so your invoke. Spend oh. the free invoke before you spend any favors. Yes, invoke. Okay, spent, okay. which brings me to a five. Five. Okay, so that gives you a clean success. So and it's your... actually going to be a succeed with style because I'm going to uh, use lightning wits. Uh, where once per scene on my turn, and since we're out of order, sure. it's my scene, my turn. Uh, without taking an action, uh, I'm going to invoke the existing uh, aspect of her uh, appearing as this flaming skull lieutenant, and uh, I'm I'm going to sort of feign injury and whimper as though she's been you know, abusing me and ah, really okay. play so up the play prisoner. Along. Yeah, right. really play that prisoner card. And so this is an extended spell because mm -hmm. all of these roles have succeeded. So we're going to be in this oh. disguise for as long as we when want. When you did your extended, yeah, you were. You, I assumed you were using your metamagic yes. free extension, so it's going to last, this is basically going to last as long as you want it to for up to yeah. a day. Sweet. So, um, Okay, so in that case... Brendan is boosting you to a success with style, or you could take his, if you wanted to, just because so you guys are coordinating. If you, I don't know that you need a success with style in this moment, if you want to. Take his thing for the clean success and save your invoke on your disguise. You might need that later. Hmm. What should we do? A success with style right now is going to give you a boost, which is fairly temporary anyway. And I don't know that beating this one by a, I don't know. Yeah, so we're just getting in the door. I would save it. I I would I would propose if we're just doing table talk here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if we have a success with style, we might be able to figure out where Tomlin is. If any of these guards, because no. that's the one thing that we I'm still tell don't you know. Straight up, no. <laughs> that's a hard okay. no. Oh. Okay, so in okay. that case, then I'm going to say, let's save the invoke so we can get further with this disguise, so maybe we can get down to the dungeons Okay. with this, if that's okay, because you're giving yeah, me works that, for me. that boost. Okay. Yeah, works for me. Okay. Sure. So instead of you using your free invoke, you're using his lightning wit stunt. Yes. Okay. Thank so you, you. Very cool. So you got a clean success. So now we know what's happening mechanically. Tell us, show us what is happening in the scene. The guards are there, and they they see you walking up. How do you sell it? So we're walking up, and Yolok is whimpering. I've got hands on scruffs of necks and collars, and I'm not being very gentle. I'm just pushing them along, and I don't really want to talk. So just a, ugh, prisoners from a shkedit, move! The guards snap to attention and open the path, and then they... Type close ranks right behind you. And one of them opens the door for you. Woo! Since your hands are full. We are in! And then when we get in the door, so Yolok knows where we're going, we'll let Yolok kind of lead while, you know, okay. I've got him around the scruff, and we are just, we're just going to go for it. 
Yeah. So this is the hallway that I was running down. Yes. Uh, with guards clamoring behind me on my way out. Yes. It so was. I don't, I don't actually know much about where we're going, but I do remember that on our way, on my way out, I heard a lot of you know yelling, whimpering, torturey sounding stuff. Uh, so. Uh, my question is, do we still hear any of that yelling, whimpering, torturey sounding stuff, or has everyone been killed? <laughs> <laughs> so, you are... So first, so you walk into this this hallway, the door shuts behind you, and the light almost entirely disappears, except for the glow coming from Aaron's firehead disguise, which nice. casts fiery red light along the walls. You are your own torch. <laughs> That's so cool. Excellent. So Mir's staff is put away, I'm assuming, right? Because that's usually our torch. Um, I mean, it's equipped. I mean, I can't, unless we veil it on purpose, I don't really have a means to... So you don't put it away. You could, like, have it on your back. Yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, like, on my back, like, stored. So... Stored but not concealed. Yolak had seen this before, but this is the first time for Mira and Eleanor. And the door shuts behind you, and the hallway is dark except for the fiery glow of of Eleanor's disguise. Um, and an eerie, an eerie blue light glow that's, that, uh, pervades things, but keeps everything quite shadowy. And you see this glit, sort of, shiny glistening movement along the walls and you see what Yolok described to you from his scouting mission the wall is covered not covered but along the wall is a constant movement of large scarabs that have uh that have jeweled eyes on the back of their shells move around and look at what is going on and it is and the 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 so there's just this constant movement of unblinking jeweled eyes crawling and that little crickly crawling sound that beetles make except for these are beetles the size of like the palm of your hand crawling around the walls so basically my nightmare it's pretty it's pretty creepy and for a moment, it is silent except for that little crickly legs. And then, a scream tears through the hallway, coming from a door up further down the, uh, uh, further down the hallway. And then you hear a odd grinding sound, and that scream sort of stifles. And then you hear a door, you hear another sound, it sounds like a door or a possibly a cupboard or a cabinet or a chest um uh slamming shut coming from another room off on the other side of the hall and there is uh, and then some uh, a high-pitched whirring uh sound goes on from somewhere else and so there was a brief moment of quiet and now sound is resuming uh and you're you're you are in the uh the side of the pyramid where Stuff is happening behind all of these doors, and none of it sounds very pleasant. Maybe we should open a door. So, down the hall, you are in a single hallway. You know, not, uh, it's wide enough that you could stand, you can 
walk down it shoulder to shoulder if you want to, uh, to a, to a breast. Um, and then you can see that it's peppered by little alcove doorways on the left and the right every so often. And then far, far up ahead, you think you see there's a, it seems like there's probably uh, branching hallways breaking off of this. So do you, from Yo, the one thing you know from Yolok's recon here is he didn't see this area. He didn't, didn't get to investigate closely, but you know that this connects to the main central area where the large elevator platform was. So between here and there, you kind of don't know much, but you know that that's where this goes. And the elevator goes up. Does it go down? You Couldn't know. tell you. We didn't see it. It did not go down while I was there. Correct. It only went up. But so... Do you think we I, have... uh... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you guys think that we should open some doors here and see what's going on? Or are we just going to waste precious time? To my mind, you know, well, Tamira, she's hearing, you know, every every scream, every grunt, every groan that she's hearing from these tortured souls. Like, it's, it's making her recoil because any one of them could be Tomlin. And so... The main thought in her mind is seeing like a long stretch of hallway with room after room after room of just, you know, grisly torture. In terms of finding him, the thought is, is this the torture chamber and sort of the dungeon where prisoners are held? Oh, is it, are they two separate places or could he be in any one of these rooms? Are prisoners brought here for torture and returned to their cells later for storage or later use? Or is this where he could be? Because we could start peeking in windows and, you know, asking around. Or do we need to go to an entirely different wing altogether? Whatever you're going to do, you need to do something fast. I think we need to look at at least the closest room. We need to know what is being conducted in these rooms. We need to know. Yeah, and you know, we've still got the disguise with an info. Yeah. So yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's choose a door. All Something right. that sounds active. So, um, the cl- as you're walking up the hall, the closest door on your right, as soon as you get up there, there's actually a sort of open, um, an open glass window at about head height and as you're about to walk up to the door suddenly the uh, uh face and a hand slam into the wall as a or into the door and a uh as a, a as a sh- uh human with a shaved with a shaved head um and really deep sunken eyes crashes against the the pane and screaming hammering on the glass and then you see several bony uh, hands that match the dead that you've seen everywhere, that sort of dry, not bo- not skeletal, but very bony, grab from behind and he gets dragged away and his hand leaves a, uh, a, a dirty, bloody handprint on the glass wall as he gets pulled away. And uh, um, one of the dead looks out the window and makes eye contact with you, nods, and goes back to their work. Ooh, I don't think that we should uh, mess with that. 
And the man, you hear the man scream long and loud. Are these rooms airtight? Mm. Like when you say there's a window? No, they're not airtight. These doors, no, they're not. Are there like bars? Um, they're a solid door, but they're like, there's a space at the, there's like little space at the bottom. They're, yeah. Sorry, I guess you're, they're not, they're not like gas tight. They are solid okay. doors though, not a, not a bar. So that's not Tomlin. That's definitely so not I Tomlin. So I think, I think we move on. Let's see if we can see something in the next door. Yep. So are you actually going to pee? Are you going to, oh, so the next door you get to has no window. You hear, um, you're hearing grinding sounds coming from the other, coming from sure. the other side. Let's, yeah, sure. Let's open it. Okay. So as you walk in, you, as you open the door, the, uh, grinding sound, uh, ex, uh, gets louder and is now you hear more like, um, sounds more like machinery now that you're, the door is open. As you look in, it looks like there's a, um, a complex machinery going on and you see, uh, there are, um, two dead that are kind of moving things from one piece of the odd of the, the machinery to another. And then you see another shape with his back to you. And it looks like he's wearing a pair of goggles and uh, kind of a utility leather vest and big, thick, heavy leather gloves, like a, like a blacksmith would wear. He's kind of directing their efforts. And it seems like it's some kind of odd machinery that you have no, it doesn't make sense to any of you. Close the door. So, you didn't hear any screams coming from there, so this wing doesn't seem to be entirely like a torture area. There's all sorts of weird, this is the, like, it's like weird science experiments and research. I don't think Mishkenet would keep Tomlin here. He knows. No, it doesn't seem to be like holding of prisoners. This is like, more akin to a lab than a prison. Yep, and Mishkenet knows that Tomlin is leverage. Therefore, she's going to keep Tomlin close. I say we head to the elevator. Okay, a uh, trio of guards come walking around a corner further down the hall, and uh, they start walking. They all they, they are all armed and are striding with purpose towards the outside. As they get close to you, they all they all snap to attention against the wall and make room for for uh, for Eleanor in disguise. Sweet. I just, uh, uh, like, you know, grunt and give them a good sign. Because I can't do anything with my hands. I'm mm. holding the prisoner, so it's just a nod of, mm. like, one of the One of them says in a, in a quiet, raspy voice, Do you need assistance? My lord. You said your hands are full. Maybe they could I know escort I, us to the dungeon I, because they need to operate key cards and whatnot. Yes. Will one of you help me take these prisoners to where Tomlin's being held? They look very, very confused. And then I hit Mira. Ugh, you said Tomlin's the... your your friend. Oh no, friend is making a noise. Maybe I should be doing this. They look, they, I mean, they, they look, don't sound like they would matter more. Just, you know, where, uh, where's Miss Janet's prisoners, you idiot? Again, that, they... shit, shit, they don't know. 
Uh, useless. And I whack him. <laughs> okay. Now you may make a brutal roll in order to sell. Sounds like you're reverting to brutal to sell the uh, the 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 fumble. That is a plus four. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Okay. So that is plenty. That uh, that does it, and they they nod and get out of your way. And so I've just smacked this guy. Nice. You okay. idiot. I say to him. I will let your roll you just made stand for that same purpose. That's that's a, a reasonable conversion. And uh, so, what are you saying? Take these prisoners to the dungeons. Yes, uh, my lord, we were supposed to be relieving the guards at the door, but if those are your orders, then, then... Those are my orders. Yes, sir. Yes. And they all kind of, uh, snap and... uh, Wait, you said three. There's three. Okay, three. Yes. Um... Ah! It's just a little one and a lady. One of you can do this. The other two go relieve. Yes, and the two that nice. didn't get smacked. Yes. Go. Nice. Okay, one guard. One guard. Okay. <laughs> and I give Yolak and Mira to him. But, uh, the wand. And I grab her fire staff because mm. I don't want them to take it from her. Yeah. So okay. I'm Sorry I'm taking your fire staff, Mira, but... It's in safe hands. I will give it back. Okay. So. You are... Heading to... So he he starts... He grabs hold of Yolak and Mira. He is a lot smaller than um, than you as Firehead. He's a... He's a... The... the sunken body of a of a, what was probably a slight man in life but he is still strong so both of you feel hard hands grip you on the backs of your neck and he much more roughly than eleanor was at, he about as roughly as eleanor was actually pretending to be start shoving you two forward um and leading you towards the large central area so you turn a few corners, and the room opens up into an extremely large, um, I'm s- struggling for the word, almost like a cathedral. The ceiling is high. There is ornate pillars and statuary everywhere. The main entrance shooting off to the side um, looks like the kind of nave of a cathedral, for sure. And it's all heading up to a sharp angled ceiling above. And it is grand and it is dark. And you can sketch you. And so all of the shapes of the statues and the arts on the wall is all sort of dimly visible. Um, and I'm going to tell you this before you are seen. You see coming down the elevator. The platform comes lowering down and you see who can only be Meshkenet. Oh no! 
she is her her body is wrapped in linens head to toe but that's not really what stands out what really stands out is the gold this massive fanning headdress with spikes shooting out like rays of a like rays of a glorious sun and a collar that rolls down and cuts a deep V all the way down her bodice and bracelets and wraps coiled down her arm and rings that glitter with jewels and her eyes are locked firmly at the gate at the the main door ahead and she is surrounded by a handful of were tiger soldiers <gasps> oh there's more of them oh no <laughs> and so oh, so screwed <laughs> The guard with the two prisoners is not particularly noticeable to her. You will draw immediate attention. <gasps> so I'm going to give you an option here. Oh no. Okay, so, so you're okay, so you want me to decide whether I'm gonna walk out a skull head and get attention, or if I'm gonna drop it and possibly do something else? Like hang yeah, if you wanna like hang back and hide. If you want to stride on out into the room, I will give you a fate point for that. Because that sounds like all kinds of fun. Shit. If you don't want to do that, then I am not going to force the compel, but but you will need to drop the disguise. I just don't know if we are ready to talk to Mishkenet yet. Like, we need to get Tomlin. Because if we encounter Mishkenet now, like, who knows? This is awesome. This is for not. Well, we know. It will go sideways. So fast. But if we drop this disguise, we lose the compel. We lose the leverage. Like, you guys are going to the dungeon. Bye-bye. Yeah, send us to the dungeon. Okay, though. Hold on. So he has his arm on my He's got the two of you held by your... Yeah, he's got his hand on the You don't have your staff right now. I don't need it. Okay. So, I. Oh, so okay. Man. No, hold on, no. Here's here's my possible <laughs> scenario that I would posit to you. If you drop the glamour, then of course he's gonna go what? And then we deal with this one guard quickly and quietly, and sort of immediately veil and basically like drop the guy and invisibly skitter away before she even notices us. So she has not noticed us. I'm behind yet. you. I'm behind you. So if I drop it, I can go invisible and he will still take you to the dungeon. Which is what we want. Okay. Well So so is it clear from like his walking trajectory that we know where the dungeon is, or is it just like we're going into a big cathedral room? So far it's no just leading you into the cathedral. Okay. I, the, you have to maintain this disguise. Let us go to the dungeon. We'll sort it out. You cannot give up this disguise. If Miss Kennet clocks her, but, then so go backwards a little bit. I, I know, but I'm going to lose you. I'm not going to know where you're going. Like I'm, I, I mean, like I'm following uh, you right now. We can find you. I'm sure. No, you've I, got a giant flaming skull head. No, I, I, uh, I. I'm thinking, I'm agreeing with Aaron. I think you need to 
drop it and go invisible so it just looks like this one grunt is taking two prisoners to the dungeon. He doesn't know you've gone invisible and Mishkan it won't see you. I think so too. If we Brendan, if if, if I lose you, I'm never gonna find you guys. Like, why? Why do you say that? Because if I hold if I hold back and wait until Mishkanet's gone, I won't know I, because you guys will have walked and. and if Mishkanet if Mishkanet sees her lieutenant inside walking around with a bunch of grunts instead of out in the fray doing something more important she's going to want to have a word and she will make her like that and then we're in big trouble okay all i I will say this and if if you both want to keep going i have an aspect which is complete dedication to the mistresses so i (laughs) I will go with it by the way but but i i will only say that there there are a host of things you can do in that disguise that have not been put that have not been put out yet. <laughs> For instance, I-, I will offer this. I'm not advocating that you keep the disguise and walk in and, you know, catch the gaze of Mesh Kennet. Turn on your heels and go back out to the entrance, grab the guards and say, we've all been betrayed. Go in the, you know, in the temple and start killing everyone that's not, you know, under my direct command. Like, <laughs> there are other options. Would you win that? Com- would you win that role? Maybe, maybe not. We could find you back in this cathedral. Like, (laughs) splitting the party's not always, always a bad thing. (laughs) There are all kinds of cool things you can do in this disguise, and you still have a free invoke on it. She can put it back on, like, just because she drops it once, she can pop back into it and no sweat. Oh, my God. I've I've only, I've made my case. I, I will now... And Eleanor has to make this decision on a very snap moment. Oh, no! What are you doing? You have a split second to make a decision as you see Meshkenet and realize the conflict. What do you choose? This is your decision. What do you do? Three, two, one, choose. (laughs) I hold back. Okay. You hold back. Maintain the disguise. I keep the disguise and I hold back. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Eleanor, let's do this! Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you... And I... You... Hang on, hang on. You took my staff... I know! You decided to... I know! I'm such a jerk! I know! I don't know, Mira! Okay. All right. <laughs> oh man! All right, decision made. So, the two of you are walking forward, and you two also see Mesh Kenneth and Mira. You realize, like, because you the 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 only time you have seen Mesh Kenneth before was that ghost face on the little hologram oh. message, and you now see those eyes. Thank God they are not looking at you. She is. Dead, dead, locked ahead. Okay, I'm watching to see where they're going. Okay, they are. She, they. Oh, okay, so Meshkenet and her wear tigers are marching straight down the nave towards the the main exit, and you two can actually hear her 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 crackly voice cursing. He's dead. I can feel it. 
They killed her. Oh, Let's no. get out there now. No, no! You do not hear that. Because <laughs> you have a bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. I made the wrong decision. Wait, don't we get a fate point for it, right? Is yeah, I get a fate point. Uh, Give me that fate point. You chose to not proceed Oh, out. oh, because it didn't uh, go out. I didn't go out. Ah. No fate point. Nope. Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm pretty close to those front doors, right? Or we? Wait, are we front doors yeah. or back where you, from when you came? Where we came. So the north doors. The north doors. How far are we from that? Eh, a minute or two. Not okay, far. I'm gonna turn around okay. and I'm gonna go grab a couple guards. Okay, put a pin in that for a minute. Oh. All right. Brendan, so, the plan. <laughs> Yolak and Mira, you two are being marched ahead, and you see Mashkenet and her were tigers striding for it, and she does not look at you, thank goodness. And then you also realize, wait a second, where did the fiery glow that was lighting our way behind us go? Wait a minute, Eleanor is gone. And Mira realizes, my staff is with her. Great. So, you are marching forward towards the elevator. And, um, you reach the, uh, you, you get to the elevator and the guard, the, the, the dead guard stops and he pauses for a moment and he looks at a, there's a little panel and, and Yolak, you saw this before. You saw the little key panel where they, they insert a special key and that's what controlled the elevator and the dead guard is suddenly looking at that panel and seems stuck. And he looks around for Firehead that he was following orders from. Wait, I put a pin in it so I didn't go back to the front gates. Mishkin, it's gone now. I'm going to go into the delay, cathedral. Just delay for yes, a minute? Yes, And I'm going to go help them. Alright, so you take a t count, to, count to 20 and then resume? <laughs> yes. Okay. Right, Michigan, it's gone. Where Tiger's gone. They are all striding towards the door. They are. Oh, they are down the way. Wait, but if I don't have the key card, he's gonna know. Yolak has the keys. He oh. pocket him. Yolak does. Right? Okay, yes. Yes. Yolak has the keys. Yes. Yolak has to get the keys. The prisoner is the you. one with the keys. So, so. Oh no! You gotta like hand. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna wait. It's like a reverse safe. pickpocket. These are solvable problems. Okay. Yes. But these are problems. Okay. Okay. So, you stall for a minute, count to twenty, and then keep striding out. Yes. In your disguise. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, you get to the elevator and the. The guard is sitting there looking, not confused, but just stuck. And you realize he doesn't have the keys to get to the dungeon. He doesn't have access. Do I know that Yolak has the keys? Uh, I, th I think that's a fair, yeah. I think yeah. that's a fair assumption that you guys talked about keys before. You figured that you probably would need to get keys at some point in this. Okay. I think that's a fair I, assumption. I'm not going to hold that against I come you. up behind them. And, uh, kind of rough Yolak up just a little bit. Ugh! Slippery kobold 
and I'm like looking for the keys. Yeah, and I I like sort of take 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 the hand and unloop the keys and just sort of like jingle and jangle mm. not jingle them. Uh, I, I dangle them in a very easily noticeable spot. I'm being held by the scruff, sure. so like by holding them down. All right, Yola, please give me a uh, covert roll of two to pull off the sleight of hand and make a clean pass with that's not off. If no. it's not clean, then I'm just going to pretend like he pickpocketed. Okay, so I've got a two. Okay, that is a tie of what I was looking for, so that's a success at a cost, unless you want to do something with it. Uh... But still a success. You will succeed in slipping the keys. And, uh, so... But there will be some other... Yeah, um... I, I, I like Aaron's idea of having to rough you up and punch you in the process. I'm going to suggest you take two stress as part of the, uh... <laughs> two stress! I mean, it's Firehead. He's a big... Alright. That's a, that's an option that I am putting on the table as a success at a cost. I've also been known to be a minor healer. You'll be fine. Alright, I'll take two stress. Okay. Alright, so, how does that uh, tell us how you, how you put the extra cell on it to make sure that everyone buys it? I grab him by the scruff, and I see him dangling it, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. But I smack him like I smack the guards. Not as hard. Too, hard too stress hard. Too <laughs> stress hard. It hurts. And then I drop him right back down to the... <laughs> this is the moment that Yolak realizes for the first time that her illusions have got... Her glamours have gotten, like, solid. Back before, when she made you, like, look like all beefy, beefcake kobold, um... It was pure visuals. Yeah, don't you remember that back in the big fight with uh, Hakan? Yeah, for sure I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. It yeah, was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, that was pure illusion. You realize that she's care. This uh, this new shape of hers actually has some mass behind it. There is physical stuff. You are now standing at the elevator platform. You, Eleanor now has the keys and, and has sold it, so you, it, nothing seems amiss. Don't know what to do with the keys, but sure. got the keys. So, it is, you're looking at the, the little control, what seems like a little control box sitting that is, uh, raised on a little, like, solid stone post comes up to a, a, a little about, about stomach height. And there is a odd little circle on the space that is in uh, inset. And on the keys, you realize now, is a is a key that is, does not look like a typical key, that instead looks like a circle at the end of a key rod. Okay, so it looks like it fits. It so looks I, like it fits. It's so just I a weird key. So it takes a minute of like, what the what huh? But okay. you're clever. You put the pieces together reasonably fast, and um, there are unfortunately no instructions. So I put it in. Okay. So when you put it in, you f there's a glow, and it actually starts glow. The key, the key circle starts glowing, white hot. 
with you just leave it there, nothing seems to be happening. You know, you can tell that it is twistable. Okay, um, I am going to... So I just dropped Yolok. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to grab him again and grab Mira. Maybe they could pretend like they're making a struggle just a little bit so I have to hold them. And then motion to the guard to mm, get on with it. Okay, so you're trying to... You're trying to... I'm trying to make it look like the prisoners are being like a little like harder to handle. And so I'm going to handle them and he pushes the buttons. Got it. So you're... Okay. So you're creating a struggle to make it so that he ends up operating the key. Yes. Okay. All right. I need a... I need another covert roll for that. This is trickier. This is going to be a three. Ooh. That was a negative three on the dice. Ice. I'm going to pay a fate point. Okay. Do you want to use your free invoke on your disguise before you... So that won't make the disguise go away. Well, if, if I use my free invoke, that just gives me a plus two. Or a reroll, just like a fate point. Ooh, but I want to use that invoke to give me a plus two because I think I might need it. Okay. So I do want to use a fate point. All right. Using a fate point. Go for it. Reroll. Different dice. Gothic dice fired. Okay. Still a negative one on the dice. And I'm really clever. Covert. This is sneaky, tricky. Okay, covert's a plus two. So I've got a negative one on the dice, plus two. So that's a one. And then my invoke with the disguise is a plus two, which gives me a three. Okay. So that will be a success at a cost. Okay. I'll take some stress. I, <laughs> I presume this is a new this is not a new scene. This is not so a I new can't... scene. We are in we are in the, this this uh this whole entry point is, is flowing together as a single scene here. Yeah. So um the cost is that he is, is that he is slightly suspicious, but you carry enough authority that he is It's okay, we're gonna kill him soon. So he's gonna do it. <laughs> there is a definitely a minute a moment of like Okay, that was weird, but I guess I can do it. And he gets up there, and it takes a minute. Like, he he probably hasn't done it himself, but he's watched other people do it. And he reaches out and grabs the key and does a a uh, full kind of 180-degree twist to the right. Okay. And after, and after just a moment, you feel the, the platform... Just kind of shudder and start going down. So this down. elevator does indeed go up and down. So I wonder if the twist to the right is going down, and if you twist to the left, it goes up, and depending how far you twist it, perhaps tells it which floor. I don't know. So you know, so he keeps his hand on it, the whole time as it starts going down and it goes down and you're as it lowers down you you are basically sinking into a into a a, a wide stone shaft and um as you lower down you're just seeing bricks brickwork pass and and scroll upwards as you sink down um a good 
50 feet deep below where you were before. So all we see is brickwork going by. We don't see any evidence of any other floors. Correct. And it goes down. How does this how does this rate relative to So I've been on this elevator before. Yes. And they turned it presumably to the left to go up to the third floor. If the if the entry level is floor 1, yep. I went up to floor three. Yes. How does this distance compare to, or the amount of time I've been on the elevator, say? Yeah. Not, you are not as deep as you were high. Okay. So this feels, I guess the interpretation is then this feels like we're going to, if we start on floor one, now yeah. we're at zero. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you go down and it stops. Um, as it reaches this next level down, you see him untwist his hand back to the neutral position. And in fact, he's, it seems to have sunk in just a little too low. And there's a slight step up because he, he, like, he didn't quite time the stopping correctly. And. Novice. Yeah. <laughs> he does not normally do this. And he stands there, um, not confused, but unassertively waiting for instruction. So we've stopped and we're at the floor? You're stopped at the floor. Okay. I'm going to take the key and uh, put it in pocket. Mm. And then, um, oh, I wonder if we should let him go. Keep him till he's useful. Okay. We also don't want him because here's the key piece for me. Mesh Kennett knows that the real Ghost Rider is dead. Right. We don't want him going. So in. if he blabs to anyone that he saw us or was under your orders in any way, then she's gonna know. Like it's it's get back to her that he was following your orders after she knew him to be dead. The toast. So as we're going so he's down and he's operating it. Um, I just want to kind of whisper to these guys, just, um, you guys might have seen, like, I want, I, oh, you guys probably couldn't hear that. You guys, you need to make a scene. Like, I want you guys to, like, be hard to handle so that I need him to help me handle you. Okay. Immediately, like, I just start flailing all over the place. You'll never, you'll never take me. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff, flailing right. all over and wildly trying to escape. Good. The guard looks, he, he, he looks at you trying to hold him, and he, he's not jumping in on his own, but he oh, looks ready. You hold her. He Unhand right, me. He comes right Unhand up. Unhand me immediately. Grabs hold of Mira roughly and, like, chucks you to the ground and, like, tackles oh, you. I didn't mean that. I just wanted to, like, hold her, like... Hey! Don't damage the goods! This this poor dead guy is so confused. <laughs> they are not this smart. <laughs> Let's go to the dungeon! Okay. Mm. So there's some... And I grabbed the key. I said that. But yeah, you did. Key. Okay, so... So he's got Mira and I have Yolok. Yes. So... 
from the uh, from the elevator, there are a few hallways shooting off, and you head down one. Yolok, as a kobold, you have a decent sense of direction still underground, um, yeah. and you're fairly sure that you are headed towards the west. Okay, so we're underneath the side that I came in when I came into the temp- uh, yes. into the pyramid. Yes, that is correct. You're headed okay. that same general direction. Okay. So, is it a single is it a single uh tunnel or are there branches and things? There are multiple tunnels kind of going other directions. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, um I'm going to try my best to remember which branches we're taking as we're going down. Okay. And since I'm being held by Eleanor who's and we're both kind of making a show of it, I'm trying very, very hard to focus on which way we're going, so as not to get lost. So, um, as you are heading down, so the the path you're going down does a bit of, starts a big, wide um, spiral and makes a bit of a curly cue, taking you deeper than you were, than the level you were on. And uh, the uh, the guard is... seems like he really wants to be... to get behind you. Like, he doesn't want... he's trying to not be in front of you. Is it just, like, a straight path that we're going, or are we still having to do, like, lots of turns and stuff? It is a... at this point, there were some offshoots, but now it's a... now it's okay, a... Okay, I take the lead. Uh, a single path, and as it gets down further, uh, at the end of the kind of at the end of the big curve, as you come as you come, uh, it, the, the hallway continues straight now, and down some you can see that it goes down some steps, and you're approaching what looks like a fairly um, heavy door that is banned. Uh, uh, banded iron and has a the the doorway has a big thick um frame of stone around it that creates a big lip like the lip around the door is uh almost um se- is several inches wide and then at the top of the door is a big mantle that is like a shelf and sitting on top of that shelf is a skeleton laying on its side. Oh my gosh, is this like the skeleton and the last unicorn that you have to give wine to and then he lets you pass through? Oh my god, I'm so glad you got the reference. <laughs> we got wine, guys? <laughs> so there, this skeleton is just sort of lounging on his back with one arm kind of draping down listfully uh just dangling and the one his, one one leg is sort of stretched out long the other knee is up and his head is just sort of listfully sort of dangling to the side and as you approach his eyes light up with flame kind of a not like a not more like embers than fire just a night a deep rosy glow and the eyes look right at Eleanor 
Oh no, he can see. And uh and his his voice comes forth out with no there's no air, there's no body. Not sure where the voice manages to come from, but it's definitely coming from the skull. Ah! Thorn! It's been a long time since I've seen you down here. <laughs> Come to slum it with us, sir? <laughs> I've brought Mushkenet's prisoners. Oh! I see. Password? You idiot. I don't need passwords. And the head does a little, a little tilt. Aww, Thorn. We're such good friends. But even friends need the password. Mesh get its orders. <laughs> this guy is great. Is there any way that we could befriend him and have him be our personal companion forever? Because I want him around all the time. <laughs> Side note, this is one of my favorite scenes from the last few. This is like a one of my favorite characters of all time. <laughs> no, that's an overstatement. But. Okay, okay. I think I need to not be mean to him. What does he want? So, oh. for the uninitiated, I have never seen The Last Unicorn. But what? What? I, I'm sorry. I, yes. I put it on my yes. immediate watch list. Yes. Immediately. Yes. Brendan, have you seen The Last Unicorn? No, I have not. Oh! Wait, okay. That's Fire. good. That means we will watch it together. It'll be a wonderful experience. So you mentioned wine. Yeah, so there's this skeleton in The Last Unicorn, and he, like, guards this passageway to find the Red Bull. Um, but anyway, the only way that he lets you pass or that he gives you information is if you give him wine because he remembers what it tastes like and he wants it, so you have to give him something. And so I'm thinking that, so this skeleton wants a password, but I'm... If it's based on that character, I'm assuming that there is something we can give it that will... So, if you remember, back in Peranu, we were uh, chit-chatting with our first Darakul, who happened to be a blood and vintage vendor, and yes. I have that blood that I bought for him oh from gosh. him. If that would be of any interest, we have to figure out some means of conveyance, but I haven't. What kind of blood was that again? It was like some kind of, I think it was dwarven. I don't know. It was something that Mira could sort of like justifiably carry around. Like it wasn't like an elder or some kind of yeah, okay. nice murder person. It was some probably miscreant who made their timely end. Okay. Friend. I believe Meshkenet's changed the password since I've been down. This is a special delivery. 
Ah, I see. Thorn, there is... There is so much noise going on upstairs. I'm so bored down here. Tell me. Tell me. And he, he does a little, like, clawed finger motioning. Tell me what's happening up there. There is a cat lady who has rallied all the cats in the city to storm the pyramid. My, that is exciting. Why are you down here? These are very special prisoners hmm? that need attending to. Hmm. They need to go with the other one. And he does the little finger motion to you again. Kind of a little closer, not too close. I don't want to be able to grab the, me. The little ember eyes are looking at you very intensely. And the smile, like, you know, that skull is smiling. You're not sure how you can tell, but he's <laughs> smiling. And he gets, you get as close as you go, and he kind of shifts so that his hands are on the edge of the mantle, and he's lowering his head down as cl much closer than you are super comfortable with. And he whispers to you, and his breath smells like mothballs Ooh. and dust. Ah. And he goes, I know secret. <gasps> You're not born. But it's a very clever And I'm very bored. <laughs> okay, I can I hear him whisper that? Nope. Oh, nope. You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. Oh. Do you want to see up above? If only I could leave. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> I miss the city. I miss it so much. But I am, but I am bound here on this cursed shelf. You can't flee. No. My soul is bound to this mantle as surely as my bones and he wiggles his ankle and you realize that the his he has a man like a manacle from his ankle bolted to the wall hmm. I don't think I have anything to give him <sighs> friend so you still haven't told either of us. Now they have no What's idea. What's going on? You're, you see, you see Eleanor having a little whisper 
with well, the skeleton. Really... Do you think? Do you think that like it would behoove us at this point to like give up the play acting with the guard? Like, uh, like if you release me, I can just kill the guard, and we can have this conversation with all three of us. I mean, that's a good point. But unless there's unless there's a use to keep the guard still, well, I guess which yeah. I don't now know. we're here. That's a good point. Well, I'm holding Yolok. You are. So he can't hear this. He's hearing probably more than Mira. Like I'm holding him right next to me. But Porter, uh, DM uh, says I can't hear, yeah, so I can't hear. Yeah, I'm still. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna drop Yolok. I'm gonna say, mm, kill the spare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mistress. <laughs> uh, I pull out the dagger, and yeah. uh, I suppose he's behind me? He is now behind uh, you, yes. And so I do a uh, uh, a quick pivot and a slice right at where his neck is. It, uh, go ahead and give me a, uh, go ahead and give me a fast over, a fast roll. I would love to give you a fast attack roll. This should at least give the skeleton some entertainment. Okay, so that's a plus two on the dice with a fast of three and a fighting style of plus one. So that would be a six. That does it, and he drops like a sack of potatoes, and Mira's just kind of standing there like, uh. Now, since I haven't heard what's going on, in sort of the the turnaround, I I try to position myself in front of Eleanor like in like a guarding stance. Most of it, just not the secret part, because the skeleton wasn't being all covert at first. It was just the oh yeah yeah you know no I'm talking about that that last little secret that secret part. So he's heard everything except for I know your secrets, and it's a clever disguise. Yes. And- so Yolok's heard everything. Okay. Sorry, yes, yeah. you hear the other parts. Of, uh, ex- you heard the stuff about, like, the city and seeing mm-hmm. outside and that stuff. And he's bored. But I don't know that he... That he knows... Yeah, so I'm yeah. still gonna guard. I yeah. still get in, like, a guarding stance okay. in front of her. I hand Mira back her staff. So she's got her weapon. And well, that just got interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to use my regular voice now, because he knows. Sure. Friend. Oh, this is, okay, for the two of you listening, it is super weird to hear Eleanor's proper voice coming <laughs> from... Flaming Skull. Yeah, from Flaming Skull. <laughs> and I've heard this before, because, like, you know, the, the visual doesn't always match. She doesn't always have to change her voice when she right. changes her visage. But, like, this is in such stark contrast to her usual appearance. It's even for a bit jarring for me. Friend, what do we need to do to get through this door? <sighs> we will take you with us, up above. Oh, that would be lovely. Sadly, I think you could maybe rip my bones away from the wall. But I think my soul would stay stuck here anyway. Oh. I know. It's wretched. 
Meshkenet is wretched. But rules are rules. If Meshkenet was out of the picture, would you be free? The, you're pretty sure the eyes blink. Not quite sure how, but the embers sort of flicker a moment, very much like a blinking. And how do you think you would do that, whoever? And a little flick of the skeletorist, you actually are. We've made it this far. <laughs> so you have. But I'm sorry. Rules are rules. Is the password rules are rules? <laughs> that would be very good. No. I like <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, fate point and make that the password. Ooh. Uh, no. By by using my aspect, getting in is no problem. <laughs> I like it. Perhaps, perhaps our friend Mira could grow you something that would feel like you're on the outside. If she brought, I don't know, a tree or a flower or something from the outside. I look at Mira like, help me sell this. <laughs> I was going to offer you a vial of blood, if that would be at least entertaining for you to make some use of while you're down here. But if you'd like a glimpse, I could enchant a, whatever your your horticultural proclivities may be. Would you like bioluminescent fungus that could perform a light show for you? Would you like a daisy that requires no sunlight but would thrive down here to keep you company? I miss grapes. I miss taking a bite of a grape, plucking it from the vine, feeling it in my fingers, and feeling the juice explode in my mouth. They were my favorite food when I was alive, and it's been so long since I've had one. I suppose a password is still required, but perhaps, perhaps I could help you. Oh, riddles, is it? Well, I were to chant a grapevine arbor for you that could encase your entire mantle here. And since you seem to be in no rush to go anywhere, I will ensure that this is a very slow growing and constantly replenishing 
fruiting vine. So you will have as many grapes as you require for as long as you need, with no thought for seasons or harvest. How far would that get us in the sharing of information? Oh, I couldn't possibly accept something that large and conspicuous. It would be seen and it would be taken almost immediately. And that, I think, would break By my whom? heart. By the others who come down here, of course. You don't think you're the only ones who come down to the dungeons, do you? Idiot. Fair point. Far be it for me to give you a gift that would be immediately confiscated. So I'll tell you what. Here's one. And I take, like, I have, like, some very, like, dried fruits and nuts that I keep in my little satchel. It's like my little snack bag and herbalist pouch in one. And, and I have some raisins. Sure. And I am able to sort of reanimate one as like a taster free of charge my friend so you know that our offer is genuine there will be more where this came from and you will have fresh juicy grapes at the ready with the subtle concealment as raisins <gasps> that is a very clever, clever solution. Very well. I shall give you a hint. You would walk to the southernmost end of Perbastet and stand at the top of a pointy pyramid. Who is that pyramid to? The southernmost pyramid belongs to Shepkaru, the queen goddess of origins. Everyone knows this. You would be correct. So, password, and his eyes glint in with expectation. Shepkaru. <gasps> Access granted after the greats. And he's, he holds out a bony hand, and it it very anxiously flickers, or twiddles. I, I hand him about a, a dozen or so. Okay, so if you're to work your rejuvenation magic on, on, the, on the bundle of them, um, yeah. especially down here, I, I, need a, uh, I need a three. Okay. What am I rolling with? Uh, Dice. <laughs> if you, um, you, you are not, uh, if you want, if you want to take your time, focus, or you can be quicker and go with clever. No, I'm putting, I mean, this is, this is the door, right? This is, we're here. I'm putting all the effort I can into mustering into this. Sure. Uh oh. That is the literally worst 
possible roll. Oh, no. Ooh. 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 Do you guys but have a fate point? I am paying a fate point okay, to re-roll. Because I literally can't roll worse than that. Do it. I am a herbalist, hobbyist. Dang it. <laughs> earthen enchantress. Thank you. Yeah, high concept. I am an or I am the earthen enchantress. Yes. Uh, that is a plus two on the dice, and my focus is three, so that's a five. Okay, good. All right, so tell us what it looks like. So I have like a little burlap satchel of about a dozen or so of these of these raisins. And and I sort of hold them in my palm and charge them up effectively. So they, they sort of glow slightly, but only in the way that like glowworms do, not, you know, illuminating necessarily. And and I offer them with an open palm and I say, Go ahead, try one. He takes a bony little pointed claw, comes out and he plucks it up and he brings it up to his mouth and he he opens his mouth and then he pauses for a moment. You can just tell he's just savoring the moment. And then he puts it right in between his his uh, his molars and he crushes it. And the purple The minute juice... it passes his teeth. So yeah. the minute that it passes like from exterior to interior, it passes the teeth line. It like inflates and imbues so that he puts a raisin in his mouth. But by the time the teeth come down to chomp, juice and fruit and fruit flesh just mm. is what the sensation is. So purple juice down. gushes down around the right side of his his jaw, and he sort of rubs that hand along the jaw, and he's working. And you can just tell he's imagining a tongue that isn't there anymore, and he moans deep. Good trade. And he takes the rest from you and he sort of tucks them up in his rib cage on the mantle and he gestures down and uh and does a little flourish with his hand and the door opens. Now You've been able to have, this is kind of the longest moment you've been able to kind of have where you're not, your adrenaline isn't just pumping in your ears, Eleanor, since you came bursting into the, or, or since you came kind of rushing into the temple under disguise and thinking fast. This is the quietest moment you've had while she was working her magic on the, on the raisins. You realize now that you sense his presence. That means he can sense us. He is here. And it's it's hard to feel it. Like when you were following him across town, like there was a directionality to it. But now like you're so close. You can tell that like you're so close. You can't actually tell where he is. But he's close. But he's close. He is here. And so you get this growing sense of, that unease while Mira is doing her stuff. Okay. 
I don't want to uh, distract Mira when she's doing her magic, but once the trade is done, I will let her know. It, so sorry, has, like is do... he basically ushering us in? So uh, the door, there's a bit a bit of a glow, and the door cracks open, and he goes. Out of curiosity, is what you're doing going to make Mesh Tenet angry? What do you think? You think he's smiling. In that case... Am I also correct in thinking that you need to leave rather quickly and secretly? I was... I was about to offer. <laughs> if you are... And truthfully, this is what I was going to do as I handed off the... I think we're all on the same wavelength here. We got... There's one door in. It's the same door we're passing on the way out. If you are interested... There is more where this came from. And if you could ensure our swift and covert exit, I would give you as many grapes as you would need to last you in this place. He... He rolls around on his back for a moment and kind of taps his uh, a lip that's not there anymore with a finger. You have a deal. So, he points. Back up the way you came. From the elevator. Go the other direction to the east. Towards the crypts, there is a closet off to the side. The back of that closet is a secret panel that will get you out of here. But beware, it is not safe. You'll probably die. But you're probably going to die from, uh, from this adventure anyway. So pick your poison. Either we brute force our way through the heavily armored exits that are known to all, or we, I was going to say roll the dice, but that's a little too on the nose. We will <laughs> take our chances through this secret exit. My friend, your, your help is most appreciated and will be reflected in your reward. He holds his hands up. Give me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. If you can ensure... <laughs> that nobody else enters before we leave, you get payment upon our departure. 
that I can do. But I can't guarantee that they won't be standing right outside this door. I can't make them leave, but I can make sure they don't come in. Unless it's Meshkenet herself, I am powerless before her. And he looks really sad for a moment. Oh. We need to get this guy's name. What What is your name, friend? <laughs> what's his, what's the skull's name from the Hamlet? Yorick. Yorick. That's what I was going to get. My name is Yorick. I died. Oh. At least 2,000 years ago? It's been a long time. Well, I promise you, if you parse these out, you'll have enough grapes and grape juice to run between your jawbones as long as you grace this mantle. Half payment now, half upon our exit, in good faith, because we're friends. And I trust that you will aid in our operations the best to your abilities. No one in except for us, and we have to get out. And if Meshkenet herself shows up, I imagine you will give us the utmost level of alarm you can provide. Fair deal. And I right, suppose if I that happens, we're all dead anyway. Mia. <clears throat> I don't mean to end this party, but he's close. We need to hurry. Are we... are we found out? Are we I don't made? know. I don't know. I can just sense he's very close. We need to go. Agreed. So I move us through the door. Okay. You pat As you pass through the door, he you hear him just... <sighs> <laughs> just go gushing on the grapes and uh, the door closes behind you and there's a little subtle flash as the door shuts so down here there is no light except for Eleanor's disguise. And the tw- and, the tw- and the staff. Oh, and the staff, sorry, yes. There's no there's no light in the environment itself. It is totally dark. There are no torches. However, there are sconces along the wall that presumably people might bring some down. But is there anything in there that we could light as we're going? No. There are none here handy. Um and but there are Presumably people coming down who need light bring their own. And down here it is quiet. And you feel the weight of the thousands upon thousands of tons of stone above your head. The ceiling is low. And it's slightly... The air has a slightly moist feel to it down here. A little, and you can smell a bit of 
mossy dankness down here. The rest of the pyramid has been very dry. And up here, it's the, the area you're at is dry too, but the air smells moist in a way that the other, the rest of the pyramid hasn't. And you even hear a slight drip somewhere off in the distance. And it's pretty quiet, except for a, a, a very subtle little bits of a little moan here and there off in the distance of despair. Mira books it straight towards the noise. Okay. So your lit your way is lit by the by your staff and you go running down to the cell where you heard the moan. And in the cell is a pathetic emaciated cat folk. With how many hands? It is not Nakuma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a cat folk, not a not a tiger folk. Um, okay, right. Yes, more more henna-ish than Nakuma-ish. Um, and they are just curled in a little pathetic ball off to the side of the cell. And they're just they, they they don't even react to your obvious presence because your sound moving down the the, mm-hmm. the hallway is not quiet. Hey, the keys that I have, can I open the door? Maybe. You have a bunch of keys. I think I'm gonna let some of the prisoners out. Okay. You don't know. Mm. Do you wanna sit and try? Uh, Do you wanna that, take the time? Is that gonna take a lot of time? There's a bunch of keys. <clears throat> no. I happen to be pretty adept at uh, such you things. You are. That is kind of you your know, I'm going to give them the Yolok. So I bet Yolok with the keys can, like, do this fast. Probably. Yep, I'm going to give Yolok Just try to, like, spring the doors while we're yeah, talking. Yeah, why not? Let's do this thing. So what what are you asking me to do? Yolok, take these keys and open as many. Well, if the prisoners don't look like they'll attack us. Let's start opening these doors. Of course, mistress. I do that. All right. So you look. You a quick a quick comparison of the keys and the lock. You quickly realize that these keys don't go to these locks. Oh. But Ooh. the locks are not terribly complicated for you. They're fairly straightforward. Approximately how many cells are we dealing with here? Oh, you don't know how far this goes. Oh. Lots. Well, potentially, and you also don't know how many of them have people in them. Well, let's do that right. one because that one looks sad. Okay. Yeah, yeah I want to. So I want to. I'd, I'd like to do that. Okay. So as you start opening, as you start opening the door, uh, as you as you open it, there's a and it, it yeah, it's not quiet, and the 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 cat folk just curls tighter into a ball like he doesn't want to get. And just stay, tries to curl into the corner as tight as it can. At ease, my friend. You you are in safe hands. We're friends. And I, like, very cautiously go, like, I sort of nestle in by their side, and I, I reach for my canteen, and I give them some water. Oh, when you bring water, he, you realize now it's a male, 
reaches up and, and starts hungry, uh, not, uh, thirstily lapping at the water and then gets it to his lips and drinks deeply. Oh, 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 thank you. Oh. How, who are you? Tell me your name. My name is Mila. I think Mila. How, how long have you been down here, Mila? I don't know. There's, there's no light. Why There's did they no... bring you? I... I took something. I don't even... I think it was a, a book. Yes, I took a book many, many years ago. I think... It's hard to know down here. Do you do you know anything of do you know anything of any other prisoners who are down here with you? I know they cry. Sometimes they come down and they grab someone and they take them up. Sometimes they come back. And they scream, or they cry louder. And sometimes they just are silent. And sometimes they don't come back at all. It's so hard to know who is who because you can't see anything. You, you just know their voices. So I, we will try to set you free as best we can. We're looking for someone. Well, two someones. We're looking for a were-tiger with one hand, a disgraced sorcerer. Wait, and... you're going to free Nakumba? No, no, we want to know where he is. Okay. I'm not promising freedom. Okay. I want to I wanna know. I want to talk to him. Okay. Um, and we're looking for a more recent arrival, uh, a man... A human man about my age, you may have heard, if you've been hearing his voice, you may have heard him apologizing of some kind to no one or to someone. I don't know. Have you heard of anyone recently matching that description? I, I heard, I heard a man saying, I'm sorry a lot quietly he's he's further down they moved him at some point they took him up but then they brought him down and ever since then i i haven't heard his voice again but i think they took him further and he kind of gently points down the hallway that way. It might Hill have go down the stairs. Sound okay, doesn't carry as well. How about you make your way to the front part of the dungeon and you can come out with us. I can't guarantee you'll get out of the pyramid, but better than just sitting here. Thank you. 
Okay, we gotta go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gone. As soon okay. as she says go, I'm gone. Okay, so right. we just leave the door open. I'm gonna go follow you, you lock. Okay, so you're headed down. There are cells every several, every like 10-ish feet or so. There's another cell door. Many of them are empty. Some of them have a, have one pathetic individual after another. Um, one, as you try, as you start going by, one of them slams against the, uh, uh, the, 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 the bars. they the bars are fairly tight together enough that like an, uh, an arm can get through, but that's about it. And they, uh, uh he slams against the bars, reaching out and, uh, calling to you. And, and, uh, he's, he's looking at you, Eleanor. And he's screaming at you. Damn you! Damn you! Yeah! Uh, I quickly go past. I still look like the. You do. Look like the scary guy. Yeah. Oh, that's and he right. keeps screaming behind you as you leave for a while. So you keep going down the hallway, and there are stairs that take you further down, like a tight spiral. Down to a next level. Oh man, this is a bad place. Yeah, we're like what three levels down now? Yeah, this is real At bad. Least. Yeah. Whoa, so I hope we don't claustrophobia. You get down to the lower dungeon level, and there's more cells. And again, some of them are empty. Some of them have people. And the folks down here. So you're gonna you, you'll you'll see looking. yeah you'll have to start kind of that none of them react to you. We all so Yolak has night vision. I have my flame head, uh-huh. and Mira has her staff. So we all have light of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, does Yolak know what Tomlin looks like? You've given him. Uh, it's safe to assume you've given him a okay. general description. But I've never I've never condition. seen him. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm assuming that we can all kind of spread out, sort of, and kind of start... I mean, there aren't many humans here, right? They're... That's a the, the fact that you're looking for a human man narrows things, definitely narrows it down a bit. Yeah. Um. So you all start looking, and Mira, you find a cell, and against the back wall, just sitting on his... sitting on his on his bottom with his knees kind of in front of him and his hands just sitting in his lap, you see Tomlin, thin. His hair is just sort of laying stringy and flat on his head. His face is very dirty. And he's not moving. He's just sitting there still. And as you come to the cell door and even hold the your staff there. He doesn't even register you. His eyes just kind of look ahead somewhere around your knees. And they're just kind of blank. And he just breathes in and breathes out. And he breathes in and he breathes out. And you just see his lips move just a little bit and you're pretty sure he's saying So wait, is this door open or not? Or have I just, am it's I peeking lost, through? But you like, found, you have found the door. Okay. You need to, you'll so, to open it. So, I mean, I'm sure, 
I'm not thinking that that far. I, it's all instinct at this point. So the yeah. minute I see him, I like instantly just start banging just so he knows that I'm there. And I'm saying, Tomlin, Tomlin, I'm here. I'm here. And I'm like, I'm fumbling. And like my hands are shaking. And I'm like fumbling through my pouch and I'm getting my lock picking twigs. I don't even know if they're going to be his, useful in here, but it's all I can do until your lock shows up. His head, his head actually raises a little bit when you say his name. And he looks up, and he, he his eyes see you. And then he screams and curls into a ball on the floor. I, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming as fast as I can. I can't get this blasted door open. And so and is my block picking having any effect you, on the door? So, so I think we or, probably heard her at this Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. We you like two absolutely hear us, yes. You, so she's fumbling with Yolak. You see her fumbling with a twig. Yeah. So like, I, I think I sort of gently like hold her hands and just sort of set them to the side for a moment and then focus on the lock and pick it sort of, you know, methodically and diligently get it open. Okay. While you're doing that, suddenly you all feel a very odd sensation as your feet sink into the <gasps> stone. Oh no, we should have checked we'll be traps because Mishkeda knew we were going to come for him. Oh no, we are idiots, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Coming down the hallway, out of another cell further down the hall, no. comes a shape. <laughs> and a, ha- a, a hand scrapes along the wall. A bony sinewy hand that looks like cat claws that is attached to a shrunken haggard arm that goes up to a tiger face and his face is his fur has fallen out his teeth are bared, his skin is patchy, his eyes are glowing a deep, deep fell green. The hand that he is scraping along the wall is the hand that Yolok sliced off. The bone and sinew has been replaced. Or the, the bone and sinew has been regrown. Oh no! And it crack, and he's now wearing a new glove, <gasps> and it crackles with dark oh energy. And you see his other hand doing a little motion, and you realize that he has just turned the stone. He has just sunken your feet into the stone oh beneath you, and he walks forward. And he, he, with a grin. I'm so glad you came.